Hey, thanks for listening to Healing Conversations. This is Stephanie Allen. I'm your host. Every year we're getting older, and with our age comes experience. This is our foundation that's shaping our perspective. Together, we can heal our past, our pain, and our struggle. We can share our stories. Let's explore ourselves, bring awareness to our actions, elevate our routine, and find laughter in the process. Life is not always rainbows, and let's navigate the storms with grace and know that no one here is alone. Together in our community, we will embrace a journey of vulnerability. We'll dive deep, and we're going to look at the light and the heavy of the healing conversations. Thanks for joining me. Welcome back to Healing Conversation, my friends. Thank you for joining me again. This episode, I got to sit with somebody that has been a mentor to me and has become such a good friend, and I feel so blessed and lucky to know her, to chat with her, for her to come on to the podcast with me, and we discuss movement, music, and motherhood and how all these things affect our lives as mothers and women and, you know, just enjoy and take it all in. She's such an inspiration. She's a friend of mine. And um, please enjoy. Hello. I am here today with my good friend, Stephanie Peterson. I met Stephanie. um, She was a yoga teacher of mine. And the first day I met you, I knew that you were like a mirror for me because your energy, your spirit, and um, the music choices you made. Every song was right on point with me and how my body felt, how I was moving. And like the message that you share is like, you're just. I love that. Thank you. Special person. So, Let's just do a podcast every day. Let's do it every day, right? <laughs> so we kind of pre-talked and decided that today's message is motherhood, movement, and music, and I love that. Yes. And so I'm going to have you kind of take over stuff. I want to know what, um, where that started for you, like your yoga, your, your whole, she's a fitness person. She's so smart. She's so mentally strong and has such a great message. And I'm just sharing her with you guys today. So go for it. That's such a good intro. Um, (laughs) I'm also very chatty. So (laughs) (laughs) which is great. Hopefully you like interrupt and guide me (laughs) as we talk. Um, but when we were talking, you know, just before, obviously, you know, I was, I was telling you that a lot of where my um, kind of trifecta of kind of some pillars in my life, obviously, are, you know, motherhood. I have a teenage son. How old is he? He is 14. He's 14. a freshman in high school. So he's a, he's a teen, wow. which is, you know, awesome and special. Yeah. <laughs> um, a learning experience. It is. Every age is yeah. a learning experience. For sure. Um, I'm a runner and you know I'm a I've been a runner for 14 years and I am a yogi I'm a yoga teacher um, you know all that good stuff so we were just talking about how that all connected I guess for me and you would ask me like how how I got started doing that 
And I was saying that when I got started, um, it was really what brought me to running. So I guess what brought me to movement, to regular movement mm -hmm. was motherhood. And I hadn't always been consistently active, um, like kind of active, but, and then in my twenties, less so. So I think, you know, working full time and, you know, just maybe not having like the healthiest lifestyle ever. Um, so like when you say your lifestyle wasn't healthy, what does that like, mean? Um, you know, like being in my twenties, going out, you like, know, okay, to so bars and going Adelaide, out drinking. Wild. And, yeah. And then, you know, I worked full time. I don't know. I didn't make a lot of time. Um, it wasn't a priority to me, I guess, at that stage of life, which is so interesting and funny because it is like my life yeah. now. Like yeah. it's my profession. It's how I live my life. Yeah. Like the things that I say when I teach aren't just like things I found on Pinterest and I thought was a cute quote. Like it comes from me. It comes from my heart. It comes from my experiences, you know, and we're talking, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So, you know, as you grow in life and evolve, you know, you change. Yes. And, um, and you can always keep getting better and improving. And I sort of dislike that theory with women that, you know, okay, so then you become a mom and you stop doing things, you know, for yourself and you stop this growth. And I just don't think it has to be like that. So and it shouldn't really be no. like that. It's like every age, new goals, new rituals, new routines that make you Yes. Better. And you feel, you know, it's all about how you feel. It's not a age is so much not of a number, you know, it's. I'm unfazed by an age. I yeah. actually feel like I'm better with age. I do too. And I think that's a conversation that isn't had a lot yeah. is the older I get, like the, I do think, you know, like I get better in, in certain ways, you know, I mean, yeah, some things change. So I'm, am I running the same marathon speed as I did, you know, 10 years ago? No. Is does my, it matter? Does it exactly? Mm -hmm. Is my perspective on it different? Yeah. 1 million percent. Mm -hmm. So I guess why, why I even came to running so was through motherhood. So I wasn't super, super active. Um, I had my son, I was working full time. Um, and I had gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant. And that to me, it's almost funny to bring it up because it sounds superficial in a way of but it's not where it started, but that's truly where it started. Same for me, you know? And I mean, I always joke like, I, you know, if I named him after like my cravings, his name would have been like Ben Jerry or <laughs> Taco. <laughs> like, I, oh, I mean, God. I went out for a Mexican when I like was in labor. I was having contractions and I was like, I better eat, <laughs> better eat before this baby comes. Like, so I, you know, after, after I had him, um, <laughs> you know, I just felt, you know, like I needed to get moving again, but then it just became so much more. So the movement practice for me, which was running mm -hmm. and I wasn't a runner, you know, and it was such an interesting choice, but it was, I could just walk out my door and do it. And I would put my music on mm -hmm. and I would get this time in my day that 
was so precious and so life changing. It like literally changed my life. So with running, because I have this mindset where like you need to be trained. No, you just no. go. You just suck and don't overthink it, and then I you just get everything. better. And <laughs> so like you just go out and and you you run a little and you walk a little, and then. You run that's out. that you know and then so the next when, time you go a little bit more yeah. and so how how long could you go or you didn't just start running out the door oh my gosh no i would yeah. take like a walk you know with my son in the stroller okay. and then you know and bring the dog and just kind of walk and i worked my way up to like trying to run and the most interesting thing that happened when i started consistently moving and making space for like I never would call it that then, making space for my wellness, but yeah. it's what it was. Yeah. I carved out a little bit of time for myself that I wasn't, you know, a mom or I wasn't the professional. You know, I, I worked a very like corporate job um, that was pretty stressful. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, I wasn't, it wasn't like a wife version of me. It was just me and Stats I would time. Yeah, and yeah. I would put my music on and and run and then it was the coolest thing because it it was empowering. Like it just it, these milestones that you can hit um each time they're new. So the first time you run a mile, the first time you run 2 miles, the first time you can do something without walking the you know that one stretch you know that you always walk you know yeah. it just it taught me how to push myself and it taught me that my limits weren't necessarily where i thought they were hmm. and that blew my mind mm -hmm. and in it then it just leaked into everything you know it just that those tiny bits of like empowerment and confidence i felt better I mean, as a byproduct, yeah, did I lose the baby weight? Did I get fitter and healthier physically? Um, absolutely. But, but that became so much less about the reason of why I moved. It was so much more of a, a piece mental. inside me. I, I've always said for years, like the, the calmest I am, the happiest I am, but the calmest and the stillest I am inside is when I'm moving fast, which That's is so weird, you know, but I put on my music and I just put on my shoes and I'm just get outside. I get fresh air. I, I just run and I've just busted through some limits, you know, that again, that I had set for myself or stories that maybe I brought in from, you know, the past, you know, that, yeah, that just weren't even true. What were some of those? You know, I think I grew up just thinking I wasn't athletic. Yeah, me too. You know, I just, it was like, and I don't know where it comes from because why, you know? Why? And exactly? I thought like, you know, once I did start running and, um, you know, getting into like higher distances and I mean, I'm, I've run 10 marathons. I've, you know, I've, I don't know how many half marathons. So I've been doing this now though for 14, 14 years, years. Yeah. and I run every day. You know, every I, single day. Every, I mean, unless there's something going on. But what time do you run? Early. I always run in the morning. Like five, four, no. Yes. Four? I mean, I know you run on always, coffee. 
I do. I do run on coffee. Um, if we were going to add another thing to music, movement, and motherhood, it would have to be like coffee. Because how can <laughs> you caffeine. do any of those things without it? But I actually naturally have a lot of energy Same. in the morning, so it's a it's a good time for me. I'm very creative in the morning. Um, it's my space, right? It's, it's my space, mm -hmm. totally. No so, one can take the morning away from me. And my day gets busy, and exactly. So I try to get it, get that in before. I make my time my priority when it, I, I used to call it when it doesn't affect anyone else. So yeah. whether it was my son's schedule, his school, um, you know, whatever schedule constraints, jobs I was working against, mm -hmm. um, I would get up at whatever time I needed to get up and make myself that priority. And I really think leading my life that way, starting off my day every day like that, has bled into the rest of my life, one hundred percent. I mean, it makes everything you do better. I think, I think it makes me better for your day, for my day, for everything else I do in my day. Um, I can honestly say that if I don't move my energy around, if I don't take that space to kind of get in my own head, get in my own thoughts, without you know looking at a phone, you know, yeah, so yeah. taking a little disconnect from technology, take, you know, not, I, I, over the years, sometimes I've run with running groups or people, but I prefer best to run by myself with music, yeah. you know, makes sense. So, but then it was interesting because all the, you know, I think everything connects. Mm -hmm. I, I just, in general, 100%. everything connects, yes. but my running then, I think because it gave me maybe the confidence um, of, I don't know, but moving my body or just mentally. And there's like this like feather light weightlessness about you as you move. Like that's one thing I love about runners. It's just like. It's, to freedom. me, running is freedom. Yeah. It's, it's freedom and it is like my happy place. Mm -hmm. So, and then running, what is cool is then it brought me to yoga which has been how did it bring you the, to yoga yeah I mean it's which is like the other huge gift in my life mm -hmm. um and you the gift you give to others and, and I feel like it became this yeah I mean this portal for me to give mm -hmm. so it all connected mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. you know um I started yoga like I started running which was physical, you know, purely physical. It wasn't like I went to, I would love to tell you like, so I got enlightened and I was in India on a yoga retreat and I was meditating on a mountain, but like straight talk, I was training for a marathon. I thought I need to start, you know, making sure that I'm stretching my body right mm -hmm. so that I'm not hurt for my marathon. It was all the goals went toward you know, right. how can I do this to keep running? Yeah. And I, I had taken yoga classes before. Um, there's one in particular. So that I, I, I feel like I connected with my yoga practice in two separate instances. Okay. So you know how you can find like a connect the dot? Yeah. So I've taken a bunch of classes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not, it, but there was one class I went to and it was early on in my yoga lifestyle of taking practicing yoga. Yeah. And to be totally honest, I was not having a very good day. 
um, which I don't, this sounds weird to say. No, I'm a very sure. optimistic, like, yeah, glasses bubbly person, but I was having a stressful moment. Which and, is good. It's yeah, normal. And, <laughs> and my sister invited me to go to a hot yoga class. Mm -hmm. And I had never done hot yoga, but I was like, yeah, totally. I'll, I'll meet you there. And I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, was eye-opening. Was it your first? <laughs> It was my first hot yoga class, my and first like actual kind of yoga. Day? And I go in there and I wore like completely the wrong stuff. You know, I was had like I think uh, my shirt weighed like five hundred pounds by the end of it of sweat. I didn't know what the hell anyone was doing. I was looking around the whole time. Um you know, I just felt like a I would say a fish out of water, but I felt like I was in water because I was that sweaty. And but what I remember is the the instructor it was this guy and he started his class off with Led Zeppelin. Ooh. And I was like, wait, you can play this kind of music in yoga. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't even know that was allowed. And because expectations, expectations, I thought, okay, we're going to come in and, um, and chant yeah. and listen to this instrumental music. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, no. but that's not my style of yoga. And that's not what I teach. And that's not what I resonate with. Yeah. So, for me, it was like super eye-opening. Um, and so I was like, okay, I can get get down with this. You know, I didn't know one pose, but whatever, You're I'll like, go I'm back. Down dog. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I was down dog for sure. So, but then I moved and I moved to a new state and I didn't know anybody. I did not know one person in the town. I didn't know one person in the state. So I didn't have that um, that studio to go to anymore that I went to. And this is the first time you've ever moved out of your state. It was the first time I'd ever moved out of state. Yeah. And okay. so I I was living like outside of Chicago, mm -hmm. and I moved um, for my husband at the time's job. And so he we moved to the New Orleans area. It's and a completely this is different thing. Yeah, like the culture changes completely. Different. And Jack was four. Um, and I was training for my first marathon. Cool. And so all these things were kind of happening at this time in my life. So I was, was your, was he, cause you're no longer married to him, right? but was he supportive of your fitness? Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he would, um, I think that's important too, because sometimes it is important. we are married to people that don't really support the things that we do. It, you know so what? He, he was, and um, he was not active himself, so mm. it wasn't something that we had in common. Okay. Well, um, and you had just adopted it yourself. Yes, so, exactly. And it was interesting because he was kind of more of an athlete, you know, like in high school and college, mm. and then kind of dropped it, you know. And then I picked it up yeah, later he in life. Threw you the ball. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and I was like, okay, my turn. Um, but I didn't really know him then, you know, as yeah, like an athlete. Exactly. So, um, yeah, no, he was supportive of it, and. Okay. But I also really had to work around his schedule. So as a mom, you know, he he traveled almost all the time. So, and I had a little, I had a young you, child. You are where I am now. Yeah, so I had to work my, anything I did, whether it was a yoga class, whether it was, um, you know, especially, it got easier when Jack got into school because I could do stuff during the school day. But if I wanted to go for a run, if I wanted to, I mean, 
Jack either had to go with me, you know, so that might have meant I just I never gave up on on this doing the things. I always just made it inclusive with him. So I didn't say I can't do this because right. you didn't I make did excuses. It. No, and you know, it was it's an interesting thing. I remember when Jack was little and you know, he's gone to all my races almost always, you know, a little less now that he's older, but you know, and hold those signs that say like, go mom. And, you know, it was just like the, the little biggest fan. But I remember, you know, when, you know, when kids like write, um, you know, like in like preschool or they write like those little things in school, like my mom is, or moms do this. Yeah, and then either yeah, yeah. open-ended sentences. Yeah. And I remember he brought one home and it says, moms drink coffee and run. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, not, yes, this one do. does. <laughs> I mean, there's but worse things to write. Amazing. But I realized the yeah. example that it was setting and um and just the I still think to this day, you know, like the example of me just showing up for myself every day, it helps me when I talk to him mm -hmm. about showing up for him. It, it I feel like it gives me some sort of credibility or as much as you can have with a teenager. It's your resume. You know, like yeah. it just kind of you kind of lead by example, mm -hmm. um, you know, and hope they pick something up good from it, yeah. you know? Um, and he has. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. And But it's funny because when we talk about, you know, the schedules and, and what my life used to look like then, um, the reason, so I was in this brand new town mm -hmm. and there was a brand new yoga studio and it was really close to my house, but I never had time to do it because I was always with my son, you know? Um, and hours are kind of like nine to like, yeah. you know, there's never like a 5 a.m. No, a and I couldn't, and again, his dad traveled all the time. So I just, before he got into school, I, there was, I didn't know anybody. It's not like I could say like, hey, you know, you're gonna hang out at aunt, you know, so-and-so's house. Mm -hmm. I knew nobody. That's hard. So Jack went to his, started kindergarten and went to his first sleepover of his like entire life. And I did not know what to do with myself. <laughs> I had not ever had him like not, I mean, besides like at like grandparents or yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I'd never had him do anything like this. I, I didn't have any like friends. Like I had no one to go out with. I was, you know, fairly new in town still. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll go to this yoga studio. And so, you know, here I'm training for this marathon mm -hmm. and as a mom, I don't know what to do with myself for the first time because my son's not home. And so I went to yoga. What a know? great choice of something you could do yeah. with the time you have alone. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I guess in hindsight, I'm like, I totally could have watched TV, but like, I ended up going into this yoga studio and it was the biggest blessing because that became such a home base for me. Um, I mean, I did my teacher training there. I ended up teaching there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so that one time, you know, you just never know what your little one-time decision, how it can change the course of your life in such a cool way. 100%. You know? And so, yeah, I just started, I started just showing up and that practice became, and Jack was in school. So I would go to the, there was a class at noon mm. and it was not crowded because it wasn't the most popular time, Noon on a week but day. it was amazing for me. Mm -hmm. And it was actually really good because, because it wasn't crowded, 
um, you know, I actually feel like I learned and I got to ask questions a little bit more. And I think that led even through my teaching style, um, I'm always really aware mm -hmm. that, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to have questions. Yeah. And I always want things Be to human. feel really relatable, Yeah, you know, in my classes and as a teacher, I, I remember what it feels like to go in for the first time and feel like I didn't know what I was doing or look at somebody in a handstand and feel like, well, I can't do that, you know, or yeah. not know the names of the poses because right. they're getting said in Sanskrit. So even the way I teach, I try to use relatable terms. Mm -hmm. um, but then where the music ties in is in this class, what kind of got me besides, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> here I am now I'm on the mat in this room, like here, let's see what happens. The music, it was, so awesome and, and it just connected with me and the words that the teacher said who you know became ultimately like one of my mentors i love it um that she she didn't just say the poses you know she didn't just lead you just through a physical sequence she she peppered it in with these little nuggets you mm -hmm. know of sayings or wisdoms or just personal anecdotes and again things that I didn't know were allowed you know quote unquote allowed, in a yeah. yoga class and as if it has to be a certain way. exactly and so it really drew me to the practice because I realized I could be myself mm -hmm. you know and it made me be quiet <laughs> ah so this is where you find stillness a little bit a little bit and it, yeah. it is that has always been my my most challenging journey <laughs> my dog snores in the back. yeah your dog's like I'm I got this down um but that's always been my place of you know challenge and I found as a teacher there's everybody is usually one way or the other I mean either you gravitate towards the movement mm -hmm. part of the practice and the stillness is a little bit more of a challenge for you mm -hmm. or you gravitate more for you know you're like yes time for shavasana i love this i love you know the still the long holds mm -hmm. and then sometimes the more athletic physical components can mm -hmm. be where you're you know you have struggles with even your your mind and the struggles I say it's not it's not that it's hard physically to be still it should be the you know ideally the easiest thing right to me I would think that you give into gravity and yeah like I mean, you just lay there but broccoli. it's making your mind you know <laughs> yeah behave somewhat yeah, for you to do it sh shut it down a little shut it down a little or be brave enough also I think to just see what comes up and I yes. think that's the biggest block Tapping with in. most people um yeah. and I can't tell you how many times I've heard that as a teacher is well you know the, from the people and I I see them and I know them because mm -hmm. I you yeah. know am them and I've done so much work yeah. you know for the past like you know 12 years or you know 10 years working on this dedicated you know consistently mm -hmm. but when you teach a lot, you know, you hear similar 
things, you know, that people will say. And I mean, the people that roll their mats up for Shavasana or lay their fidgeting and, you know, you can just tell they're not comfortable. Engaging in silence and tuning in. Right. Tuning in. A lot of times I will hear things like, um, I don't, I don't even want to know what's going on up there. I don't, I, I don't even like, it's like you, you don't even want to go there with yourself, you know? And you know what? It's really hard to do that. Like you might have stuff that you push under the rug with yourself, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a, you know, relationship issue, whether it's stuff you've going on, stress in your life, things that maybe your intuition tells you that you don't really want to listen to. So you don't want it to bubble up stuff like that stuff from your past. Sometimes we get quiet Mm -hmm. and that stuff comes up. And I think that can be scary for people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and not everybody, but it's definitely a big segment. So to me, like, I don't even remember where I heard it, but early on it was like, you know, someone had quoted, you know, to, 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 in order to calm the mind, you have to physically exhaust the body. Okay. Someone says this once and it's not the only way I've never heard that, but that like hits me, but it resonated with me because I was like, wait, for me to check in with myself, I have to be running like really, like really get all up, all up in this, you know, head up here yeah, yeah, and make sense of things and find clarity and find answers and creative solutions. And it was when I was exhausting my body. And so I had translated that into mm-hmm. my yoga practice, uh, just to start, mm-hmm. just to start trying to get, you know, get more comfortable with that that side of it right you know that mm-hmm. that mental exploration side of it yeah um but yeah so that's really where that those all sort of connected to me and the, again the music was always this background of all of it you know whether it was in my ears as i was running mm-hmm. um you know at the studio and to this day i mean i ran this morning to music and what i do a lot is i so, you know, I never, I never repeat a playlist for a class Right. for all the years I've been teaching. I've actually never repeated one. I love that. Um, and they're always curated towards exactly what, you know, the theme of my class is. It's, and it's so beautiful and seamless. <laughs> and I'm like, this girl really, <laughs> really takes time and you feel it. You feel it so much. Well, I, I appreciate that so much that you said that because my, my goal really, you know, as a teacher is, you know, I just, I want you to feel, and a lot of times I'll say, you know, I like the phrase, I want you to feel good, you or, know? I like it, I just want you to feel. But I, it's really more than yeah. anything, I just want you to feel. If something that I say mm-hmm. can land with you and make you feel mm-hmm. in a way that you need to feel, if the music I'm, playing is making you feel Mm -hmm. something. If you're feeling more connected with yourself, right? Through the movements, you know, through creative sequencing of the body movements or the combination. It's a combo. Okay. We're back from a break. (laughs) 
back to music combo with the movement and just mindfully moving your body to the music and message and the message. Yeah. And I think at, at the end, at the end point with it all is to me with the music, it's not just the beat of the music. It's not that it's, I'm a lyric girl. Same. So Same. it's the words. It's the words. And and I think it's even when I teach. So to me, teaching is just sharing, you know? Yeah. And it's it's like the greatest gift in my life mm -hmm. um, to be able to, like, find this thing mm -hmm. that I get to do where I get lost in it, yeah. honestly. Like, in this space where it's like, I'm so present. I'm so involved in what's going on um, in that space mm -hmm. that nothing else, nothing else does that mm -hmm. in the same way yeah. um, for me. And and it really comes for me when I'm teaching, not when, not as much when I'm taking. Right. And I mean, taking is awesome, but teaching is completely different for me. Yeah. The avenue of that has been some of the coolest growth and I've learned so much from I bet. teaching. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about being lyric people. Yeah. That's where it really hits me. So I think at the, at the heart of it, it's words. So it's the words I'm saying during class, mm -hmm. you know, that maybe hit is the words of the songs. Mm -hmm. well, they're all themed together when you do it too. Right. And I'm so, like, this girl is like speaking to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and that makes me feel so good because that's yeah. all I I want. Yeah. You know, it's like you just want to feel like it, I don't know, made a, a, an impact in a positive way. It's be it's like you a know? part of a teacher. You are yeah. a teacher. And I tell everybody, like, we are here to be of service to our community. Totally. That's it. Yeah. If you make money doing it, great. Yes. But that's not the mission. The right. The mission is to bring and fill cups for people. Yeah. And, and to hold space. That's it. Yes. You know, I mean, to give space for, mm -hmm. you know, if you, whatever that person needs. And you don't know. As a teacher, I don't know what you're walking in with. I have right. no idea if you had the best day of your life, the worst day of your life. Like I, it's actually the most, the great equalizer in a way, because you don't even know a lot of times you could have a lawyer next to a student, you know, next to whatever, you know, it doesn't, the labels don't matter as much when doesn't. we're on the mat and just moving energetically together. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is so much of an energy, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I think it's translated just as easily over, you know, online yoga too. So yeah. my platform now, you know, is, is teaching online mm -hmm. and on demand yoga classes. And, you know, I always give a new playlist, yeah. <laughs> you know, for every class and then you can listen it. to it later too. But, you know, as a mom, I know what it was like. It's still, is like I know I still I'm still balancing a motherhood and work and that full schedule. Um, for me, it's, it's carving out that time for self care. Mm -hmm. It has to be kind of on my schedule, and you know, running scheduling it in your life, scheduling it into my life. So that's where I would go to a studio to teach, and it's amazing. I love teaching live. I love it. Um, but my practice was always 
at home and it would be, you know, on demand classes or online classes. And if I could get to a studio, awesome. But oh, so you were investing in online. So I was, yeah. I was practicing so it's like, not like that. You're reaping the benefits of being in the studio. I mean, I was teaching practice. so much. Yeah. So a lot of times when you teach a lot, it's hard to find the time to like take. Yeah. And that's, I think a really common yoga teacher sure. thing. Depending where, on how often you're doing it. And your schedule, you and know, your schedule. so, yeah. you know, and I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm teaching and then, okay, I'm going home and I'm getting to my son's game, you know, and, you know, taking him to his sports and do whatever we're going it's to do. Much. It's too much. It's so you don't have that time sometimes to carve out. And that's where, you know, to me, like a lot of the inspiration for tribe has come from is making it accessible, mm -hmm. you know, giving that, that what I hope to be that personal, energetic one-on-one -on -one experience, mm -hmm. you know, with me teaching, but do it in your jammies, like do it whenever you can, you know, it's the same way I started with, with running, you know, if I have to go at four in the morning, I go at four in the morning, you know, if I have to go at 5 PM, not my favorite time to do it, but I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So I've always tried to fit things in, you know, for me. And that's where the, the online and on demand is so flexible. It lets, it lets you get, you know, get your practice in. You can take a 5am class. Yeah. And you can take a 15 minute one or yes. you can take an hour. Like you don't have to do everything at once. That's what I like about your online too, is that you can pick a class that you're into. Yeah. It's not like, oh, she's going to do this kind at four. And I don't really like that. You know? Right. It's you ready when your, you are. Pick your poison. Yeah. It's yeah. ready when you are. And, you know, I just think, um, there's just something to be said about just making the commitment to mm -hmm. yourself and your well-being, And it pays off. What? so much outside the mat, you oh, know, yeah. or outside, know. you know, your run or whatever. It's, well, I, I, sorry, no, yeah. I mean, I just think it, you know, personally for me, it's, it has actually, I mean, truly changed my life and the trajectory of my life. Doing the online or just doing, no, I was just saying like in general, you know, making time for like, when it starts off with small decisions, you know, making time for yourself to do a little bit of yoga, to get a little movement in whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And when you start to see the benefits, mm -hmm. you know, Oh yeah. It's like addicting. It is. Yeah. It is. And you do start to, you get like, you realize how good you can feel. And, and it's like, why would you want to feel Not differently? Like you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, so you, you just kind of, it, it, it it's almost self-motivating in that way. Yeah. But it's work. It's work. Yeah. yeah, you got it. I think that's why people can fall off. You know, it's like if you're, let's say we're speaking to somebody who's not currently active at all, but wants to be. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> you can say, you can say fucking. <laughs> no, that is so hard. It's like, so no, hard. it is. And that's why I said that because it is so, so hard. It's like, it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that really is like, I think the most difficult thing is just starting, mm -hmm. starting. And then the second most difficult thing is after that initial like buzz wears off of like your new thing you're doing and you're, cause you're super motivated yeah. because you, 
you're gonna do something for the first time and you bought the clothes for it you and you signed up for the membership and you told everybody and all this yes. stuff and then it starts to get hard because that initial it's like love right it's like yes. that like I'm it's like that this last, idea. yeah it's like this like I can't keep my hands off you idea yes. and then it's like mm, you just put your dirty socks on the floor you know yeah. <laughs> to this habit and so you have to kind of work and and maintain it and then it becomes this like lasting love affair love you affair, know yeah. it really does and it has its good days and bad days it does um do you journal I do good so that's something that you know as I progress through my own you know like personal growth mm -hmm. um and yoga was such a cat you know catalyst for that really it's and you know all the teacher trainings I've done and you know I'm 500 hour you know yeah yeah certified so I've done a lot of of the work mm -hmm. um but I I do the work every day so I will always say I walk it like I talk it I'm not gonna say anything in a yoga class or to someone that I'm not that I don't have life experience doing right you know you can't teach to something you don't know about no yeah no right. no right. way and or act like I do this all the time, you well, know, like and then <laughs> ego versus authenticity. Right. No, it's like, this is yes. my actual, like, absolute day. I'm not saying it's better or worse than anyone else's. It's just my experience, exactly. you know, which is why you're here with me now, because yeah. I know that's the type of person you are. Yeah. So I've added in, um, which has been really, um, cool, uh, for me, I've added in what I call my goals and gratitudes. Okay. So I do this in the morning and I've also added in, you know, over the last couple of years, meditation mm -hmm. too, because that was my last piece of the puzzle. Mm. <laughs> like, Stillness. Yeah. And to sit there and just, you know, sit there. <laughs> See, and that for me is the easiest. It was Quietly like, alone. oh yeah. my gosh, I would be like, it must've been an hour. And I'd be like, one minute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are we done yet? Um, so that was always. But then what was what was really, uh, you know, just mind blowing about meditation, and that's a whole other subject. But I mean, I was able to once I kind of gave into it, dive pretty deep in, um, and that was just really, really an interesting exploration, which I'm mm -hmm. still journeying on. But so yeah, in the mornings I write, um, I write. Things I'm great. I I follow kind of a format every day. Okay. And so I write five things I'm grateful for, mm -hmm. and then ten goals I have, but they are written as like, not like I want to do this. Mm. They are written as if they are done. So like, I love that. I am. Yes. Doing this. Yes. Right. I am this. You're kind of creating this. So you scene. kind of manifest. Yes. yes. What you want. Love that. um that's my language <laughs> yeah so because it really is all in your in your power you know mm -hmm. it's it, your actions your beliefs your thoughts these are like the only few things we can really control mm -hmm. you know outside of the uncontrollables yeah. which is like life well because they are from within right they're so you, what we think and feel and say and do right so you couldn't control how you react mm -hmm. you know you can control how you're you're feeling you're thinking mm -hmm. you know about a situation and then your perspective then kind of impacts 
your actions, you yes. know, and then your actions dictate like where your life goes to. So it's this pattern. Yeah. So when, so yeah, it's, I found that keeps me on a, on a nice focus mm -hmm. when I can start with gratitude and always lead with that. Um, and I try to think of like little things, mm -hmm. not always just like the big things. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's you. And I try not to write the same things all well, the time. Well, I like in your, um, on, uh, Stephanie has an online, uh, online yoga teacher class and you can follow her on Instagram at tryyoga.studio. But she always says, you're breathing. You're alive. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah, because I mean. Because we, it's in a flash. You don't know. It you is. Don't know. We don't know. There's no date to our expiration. No. Right? And I mean, I really think, you know, you just have to lead with, with gratitude. You have to lead with mm -hmm. joy. I yeah, love the image and, of like finding your stream of joy. I think yeah. that's that's a cool way to like navigate your life. And if you, it's not like every moment's perfect. No, and I, I, and I, I don't want that to be like, I feel like misconstrued. Okay, so here's what I think about that. Gratitude yeah. comes from a place of letting go of the idea of gra of uh, perfection. Yes, and expectation. Yes, because. There's, there's no, there's nothing to expect. You let yourself be in awe. Yeah. Let yourself be surprised. And I just think if you look around, there's mm -hmm. so much, mm -hmm. there's so much to be grateful for. And if you can even just tiny things. Mm -hmm. And so if you're having like, I think it's like, and I wish I had it written down because this is just coming from my head, but it's like physically impossible to feel like stress and gratitude at the same time mm. or there's an emotion that's similar to stress so yeah. i may be saying the wrong working word. on your patience yeah and right? it's, the, it's the it's the complete opposite so if you can find the gratitude in any situation yeah you know what is this teaching me versus right what why is this happening to me right yeah. and you can even look at your life and you can look back and say these this bad thing mm -hmm. that happened I guarantee you, if you look at that, there were something that bloomed out of it yeah, that wasn't were, right. bad. I'm not saying the bad thing wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying there might have been something that came out of it yep. that led you to something that was We have good. to learn from every lesson yes. given. Yeah. So I think starting the day with gratitude. So like to me, how I start my day mm -hmm. is is how I set the scene, right? So it's everything we're talking about, you know, yeah. it's me, you know, focusing on gratitude mm -hmm. and my goals Yeah. because, you know, I am, I like to keep my focus on where I want to go mm -hmm. and where I want to be because we're always growing. And then, you know, I try to get on my mat a little bit. I get out and run a little bit and then I come back and I'm like, time for the school rush. <laughs> and, and it's, it is what it is. And sometimes yeah. I keep that sense of like, uh, and then other times I'm like, where's your backpack, you know? <laughs> and, but it sets you up better, no matter where your day goes. Like the backpack search is less <laughs> of a pain because you put yourself in a good yes, headspace. You, you've started. So, you know, for people that are like, wait, that's like 50 things you just said you did in the morning. Yeah. I didn't start out doing 
50 things in the morning. That's a good point. I, you know, so, because uh, that sounds unrealistic and overwhelming. And if I was listening and in that right. spot, I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, that's why you feel like that because you're doing yeah. those. So no. where do you start? Where would you say to start? I think that's really personal. Yeah. Um, yeah. With where to start. I think whether you're, you're leaning towards more like what your growth Mm -hmm. goal is yeah um you know if you're looking to cultivate more calm and peace in your life if you're looking to cultivate more energy mm -hmm. and movement so it depends on where your intention lies mm -hmm. but i think if you're going to start anywhere it's setting that intention mm -hmm. so decide what what do you want this to be for right. like what's your what's your goal of how you feel or when you can get your intention down, then that's gonna lead your decision. So if your intention, you know, is I need to get calmer, I'm so stressed. Yeah. Then maybe your next step is could I could I meditate? Can I take a walk? Can I, you know, you don't have to do a million things. Could I mm -hmm. write five things that I'm grateful for? That's it. That's all you have to do in the morning. Mm -hmm. Just do that. Just or do that. just start your day with silently mm -hmm. thank you well every morning you for know? me i do one mile walk with my dog see and that's awesome yeah and it helps me clear my head and i'm talking to myself yeah just being at peace breathing outside it's wonderful but i i'd love to be a runner one day i just i don't know what's holding me back <laughs> maybe you know because she like <laughs> runs sideways and i think i think you just have to find that I, I, running to me was the thing that landed for me. Um, I think you just have to find the thing that brings yeah, like you. Maybe the I'm feeling. not a runner mentally. I don't know. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. You know, who knows? I don't think I thought I was, but I am. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't mean that that's the Some people are just like, not, that's not your thing. There's a lot of things that aren't my thing, yeah. you know? There's a whole lot of them <laughs> that aren't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of trial and error. Totally. And that's probably the good advice. You know, is like trial and error. But don't give up. up. Giving or getting up and making a decision to try some sort of movement. Yeah. And, and, then and just be some consistent. sort of pen to paper. So a little. So yeah, if you can movement. find a little movement, mm -hmm. a little pen to paper, and a little stillness, mm -hmm. you're set. And a lot of coffee. And a lot of coffee <laughs> and some really good music. <laughs> okay, so what are what is your like all time favorite running song? Oh my god, I don't know. Okay, oh, top that's so three. hard. First thing that comes to your it's, mind. So, oh my god, <laughs> that is such a hard question. Um, it depends on my mood because I can run to like fast songs or slow songs. You can run to slow. Yeah. <laughs> I can go real ghetto or like rock. I, it just really, really depends. Who's resonating with you this week? Um, so straight truth, I tend to create a lot of yoga playlists when I run because mm. I get class ideas. Yeah. This is really fun for me, by the way. As nerdy as this is, like this is a true admission of like my nerdiness and I obsession. I love your nerdiness and obsession. <laughs> and obsession yeah. teaching because this if this doesn't show you this is an actual like true passion, joy, I don't know what else does. <laughs> In my spare time when I'm running, I come up with yoga. I find my yoga ideas. Like sequencing? 
uh, sequencing, but like theme ideas. Like mm. I want to do a class about, okay. you know, gratitude or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'll think I'll find all these songs that like yes. lean with me. And so sometimes I, I, it's like a work run, but it's like fun for yeah. me. So that's super, super nerdy, but I do that all the I time. I love that. Um, I've also been known just to like bust out into singing out loud and dancing on the side of the, you know. So oh my God, I love it. I'm sure there's many cars that have probably laughed and I don't care. But you're making their day better. And I don't care though, because if you feel the joy, yes. you gotta feel it full. And who's judging? Like Nobody. really, who cares? If anything, you're you're filling their cup, or they laugh. Um, Even if well, they laugh at me, it still makes you laugh. It so could be I the don't only care. time they laugh that day. Right. So if me dancing a little bit to you know Earth, Wind, and Fire or something yeah. <laughs> random, or Taylor Swift, or who knows? Yeah. I mean anybody, but yeah, it's it's very mood driven for me. For sure. So, but yeah. Lizzo, she's been my girl the past two weeks. Lizzo is I so, and she's so body positive, which I is such a thing her. that I yes. just always is a big pillar for me. Is and the lyrics. Confidence and, yes. yeah, and just fun and funny and, yeah. you know. Well, like lyrics for thicker girls, like they're like, hell yeah. I think it's just that acceptance of like. Totally. Loving yourself who you are. Who you are. Yeah, yeah, like where you're at, how you're showing up, and mm -hmm. not fitting a mold that you have to like mm -hmm. think is the standard. Because there's really no there standard. There is no standard. You know, there's yeah. no one way to be or one way to look. Or I think it's just a matter of the only way to truly find confidence is doing things that you love and make you feel good. Yeah. And I think, and I think getting out of your comfort zone. For so sure. for me, you know, a lot of my confidence came getting out of my comfort zone, you know, doing the things. And I, to this day, you know, doing agree. things that scare me and, and just doing it anyways. And mm -hmm. just being like that, yes. the more confident that you get, the more you will take a, a risk with That's something, right. That's you right. know? Yeah, for sure. And just say, you know, what if, what if, instead of just being scared, you know, and not doing it, you know, be scared and do it, be scared and do it. And I think mm -hmm. that gives you the confidence, Yeah. you know, it's not like you have to have confidence to start. No. And so if anyone, you know, you start and then you build confidence. Right. So I think that's like with a practice. Yeah. And that's breaking out of perfectionism because perfectionism Completely. is fear. Yeah. And progress is practice. Yeah, yeah. it is 100%. Yeah. So, you know, like you were saying, if people are listening that are like, you know, well, I'm just starting. Where do I start? You know, mm -hmm. well, just start. Just start. You don't have to know the ending. And I am so you know? irritable with people not wanting to go to a yoga studio because you, they think you have to wear Lululemon yeah. and drink alkaline water. And, yeah. you know, like it's just, it's not so. No, there's you different. No, with no. your Ross. You know, like yeah, just show up. Really, <laughs> nobody's judging you, and I think new practitioners. I've always, you know, found to you're you think people are looking at you, and they're really not. They're actually just focused on what they're doing, mm -hmm. and you're just, you know, they might not even like. It's not even a thing. Not a thing. Nobody's watching you, being like, you don't know how to do this. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more inclusive, or should be. I would say in the right space. Absolutely. Um, and, and, but you know, that's why there's something and someone for everyone. There's a teacher for everyone. There's a class for everyone. 
everyone's going to find different things that, that resonate with them, mm-hmm. you know, and whether it's going to a studio or practicing at home. Well, I think that's you the know. beauty of going to an online trying your online yeah. tribe is that you can be online, you can be at home, you can practice in your like sports bra and underwear. Yeah. You know, you can just And be. nobody's judging you. Nobody. Nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. And I think one beautiful thing about and I think it's something I really love about practicing at home, mm-hmm. you know, with with online is it's like you can actually like get into your practice and feel things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there may be things that come up. Maybe you get emotional. Yeah. Um, maybe you, like, la- you know, whether it's laughing or crying or you feel something, but you don't – you can fully feel it mm-hmm. and and modify things the way you want to modify them and not feel like somebody might be judging you for – Yeah, you can leave your ego at the door. Yeah, there's, like, not even one because you're just home and you're, like, yeah. just hanging out. But I feel like our ego gets in the way of us doing things because it's meant to protect us. Like, yeah. your ego tries to protect you from yes. whatever, whatever. Right. But you don't have to have one at home. Because no. Because no one's there. No one's there. And your you inner just... critic can't judge you. No. And I will repeat to you, like, eight zillion times, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like – you're not being judged, you know, like you're doing a great job. Like it's all good. Yeah. And you are the safest space. So I invite you all to check out Stephanie's online. You, you tell them where they find you. Come check me out. It's tribe yoga studio. So you can go to www.tribeyogastudio.com. Um, it's all, so I have new classes come out every week. So it's always fresh content fresh playlists, fresh sequences and themes, and it's all on demand. So you can take these classes at home or if you're traveling, you know, in a hotel room or wherever you're at, um, whenever you want. So it's completely flexible and um, I just want you to come hang out with me on the mat. So come check it out. And there's two free classes. So the membership is super affordable. There's monthly and annual memberships available, but if you want to just try it out for free, like come on and yeah, do it. And it's <laughs> super affordable for yoga and just to have. Yeah. Yoga. Like it's like what you can do for a month on my online site, like what you would pay is probably less than a one class drop in, in a studio. 100%. So it is. <laughs> yeah. So and follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Too. Come follow me and we'll chat more. I always talk on my Instagram on videos. Yes. So. And thank you for being here with me. Today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Let's do it again. We're going to do it again. <laughs> I hope you guys have enjoyed as well. Have a great morning, day, evening, whatever that looks like for you. Thanks again.